What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. Coffee with Jenny B is, yes, of course, about coffee, but it's all about connections. It's about conversations. It's about community. And when you think about community, you think about supporting each other. Now, as a woman entrepreneur, it's important for me to support other women and to have that reciprocated back to me. It's how we build things. It's how communities are brought together because we're supporting each other with a common goal, with a common purpose to make a difference in the world. And when I think about a purpose and working together, I think about the two most powerful words in the world, and those are I am. You can add any positive word after I am. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am creative. And now if you add the word love, that makes it three very important words. I am love. I am love. That sounds so moving, so powerful, and so meaningful. My guest today is Amy Tung, who created the I Am Love Project. And Amy is going to tell us all about I Am Love. Welcome, Amy. Hi, Jenny. That was so beautifully said. I I have the chills right now. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And I wanted to give you a really special introduction because what you are doing for women in Manitoba, well, for now anyway, but what you were doing for the world, you were making such a difference that I thought that I needed to give you that introduction and have you tell us about your I Am Love Project company. And so I want to know, why did you start the I Am Love Project. How did that get started? Oh, I'm not really great with whys. I I think it ties back to just wanting more in life, 
feeling that drive inside of you, but super laws, unknowing how you can serve and create value for other people and what that really entails and what that means, and even expansion, right? And even with creating the I Am Love project, we went through many, many phases from what you had known of I Am Love project since inception, which was 2018 until now, 2022 is completely different, but we still stand in where we exist to spread the importance of supporting others. What affects one affects all of us. And that's where the affirmation of I am comes in. It's super, super powerful. The words the affirmation stemmed from my own lived experience, my own challenges in life and how I overcome them, essentially, seeking out resources and really finding out the answers of what does love mean to myself? I hear about self-love, self-care, all of that stuff. And how is it used? And it's super, super different for everyone. But I think if we just go back to the basics, go back to just love, genuinely love unconditionally someone, what does that look like? Why do we have to make a beautiful words so blurry and like so, so <laughs> thought provoking? You love someone, just love someone. But sometimes I find that it's so hard to love someone when you don't love yourself. Oh, it's, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How do you learn to love someone? when you don't know how to love yourself. So that was my biggest lesson was love and even love when you're angry at someone, when you're in a partnership, when your kids are getting on your nerves and you need to calm down and you can't yell at them, right? (laughs) Right. Loving your parents because they're constantly nagging at you or loving when someone breaks your trust. Oh yeah, that's important. Yeah, Yeah, there's breakdown to it. So essentially, we're changing the lives of women facing barriers in employment by bringing them back into the workplace. I believe that everyone is worthy of love, should be loved, and feel love regardless of age, color, gender, right? I agree. Yeah. Especially those with mental health, addictions, disability, women who were once upon a time incarcerated, we deserve the opportunities as well. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about how you do that for women. We employ them in either doing the packaging, the piecework, or some of the marketing content, or making jewelry. Or right now we have on our website, J-Bar. So she made a bunch of these beautiful like seed beads, indigenous earrings with like the I Am Love branding with it. And we pay them piecework, whatever they're able to do, and really building up and encouraging them and finding their strength and really playing off of that. And it's also building them up too and giving them a sense of purpose and a sense of dignity, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, it's like what you said in the beginning, like women supporting women. What does that look like? Right? It's reciprocated. It's not like an expectation. But when there is love, you genuinely just do that for others. It's not a second thought. It's not an afterthought. It's like, hey, you know what? I want to support you some way, somehow. 
because before Jenny, we, we were doing yoga fundraisers with the workshops and every month we would support a local charity. And then through COVID, we just had to pivot and that was no longer a thing. Like in-person events was not a thing. And then we had to recreate and think about, okay, well, how can we serve the community still by doing what I enjoy doing without events? And so the new idea of this, supporting women, local artisans, some of the stuff we buy from local artisans too, and supporting their business. And that's essentially what I want to do. We have so much talent in Winnipeg, so much. We can help each other. If I'm more of like that retailer, love to wholesale, I would love to buy from local soap companies or local plant shops, cards, whatever it may be. Yeah, let's talk. Let's chat. How do we build up a warehouse of things and sell and showcase all the great things that Manitoba has to offer. I agree. And the idea of bringing other vendors together, you know, like you're saying soap and plants and other wonderful things. And again, it's supporting women. You know, there's so many wonderful women entrepreneurs who are doing amazing things in the world and collaborating with each other and supporting each other, which is, I think is so important. Yeah, I want to go back to your jewelry for a second because I remember when we first met, and I'm trying to think exactly when, but I'm thinking back to, I think it was 2019, you and I met for coffee or was it 2020? Was it during, I can't remember if it was during the pandemic or not. It was during the pandemic when we were talking about uh, a podcast. <laughs> Oh, yes, that's right. So we we met at Harrison's yes. at the Forks and we were chatting and I was talking about an idea I had about possibly doing a podcast. And then you were sharing information about what you wanted to do. And initially you were talking about your gemstones and you were talking about your experience and knowledge of the different meanings behind the stones and all of that. So tell us a little bit about your knowledge, I guess, or your love of working with with different uh, precious stones. I love stones. They're just beautiful. They come from nature. And I believe that each of them resonates with me because each and every crystal has a different intention, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, we know of rose quartz and that's the stone of love and manifestation and partnerships and all that, that juicy stuff. And I want to share that. It worked for me. It's a tool. It's a modality. And we're actually still in the process of figuring out how we want to message that. I find it's hard to connect with folks who are not familiar with crystals. So now it's like, how do I share that message of crystals and creating value for your life without being too spiritual about it? And it's different for everyone, right? You might not resonate with it, but every crystal has an intention. Every crystal has a metaphysical property, like citrine. I know you were, I remember making the citrine one for you. That's abundance, right? It's to help you attract abundance because we live in a energy field world. And that's supposed to help, I would say, infuse that extra energy and help us attract Obviously, you can't just wear the citrine crystal and be like, okay, I'm going to get rich today. No, that's... Okay, come on, universe. (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, come on, honey. But that's not how it works, though. There's other things that you have to do to incorporate in order to really manifest that abundance. And that's another piece of I Am Love that we're doing this year is really educating through our jewelry and tying it in with our purpose, our vision. 
And, uh, you know, back to that bracelet, because I wanted, I think it's smoky quartz and citrine. So the smoky quartz is to help to ward off negative feelings or negative thoughts, correct? Or mm-hmm. So that combined with the citrine, I found that that was a really good combination because I'm, I'm looking to manifest abundance, but also being protected against the negativity that could come. And, and so even though I'm a positive person, you know, there's sometimes, you know, that negativity kind of sneaks in there. Just because I'm wearing the bracelet doesn't mean that I'm protected from everything. I have to believe because if, if that belief starts with me, it's almost like a tool in a sense or a talisman, maybe in a sense yes. that you have something. Yes. Yeah. Well, because the law of attraction requires action. Mm-hmm. If you don't put in the work, it's not going to work for you. And it's like, no. I, I see some people like they would wear all the crystals and they're like, you know what? It doesn't really matter. I just love my job. I don't need to get paid anymore. Well, now that's what you're telling the universe then, right? You don't want that abundance. And I appreciate that you love your job that much, but then think about what you're saying, what you're telling everyone and what you're attracting. And you're right. Whatever words, again, getting back to I am love, right? I am affirmations. If you're putting those affirmations out to the world, to the universe, the universe is going to go, okay, here you go. And it's not that it comes, it's it's like, okay, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm going to get this gift. But like you say, it's working towards it. It's putting in the thought process. It's putting down the plans. It's writing things down. It's journaling. It's being grateful. It is thinking about, I have this uh, idea of this futuristic idea, this goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And so this is the goal that I yes. want. And yes. I'm manifesting how I'm going to get there. Right. Because if I, if I have this goal and it's like, well, yeah, okay, one day I'm going to have this, but I do nothing about it. Well, guess what? It's not going to happen. Like nobody's going to come and say, okay, here you go. Setting the intention is similar to reprogram your subconscious mind by using these affirmations. So then we don't default back to that negative self-talk, right? And when you are using, and they're powerful words because you need to feel it. You need to believe that I am worthy of love. I am worthy of abundance. I am love, right? And it's no joke there. And that's how you set that intention. And our bracelets is supposed to remind you that you are love or whatever intention that bracelet is, that's the intention that you're going to carry every day and to remind yourself to get yourself into that energy field, into that space of like, yeah, like, This is what this bracelet was about. It's a chain of love that reminds me to embrace the gifts that I have and to use it to serve others and to support others or something, whatever it may be, right? Yep. It's whatever your intention is. And it's a bracelet. I have a friend who actually has several different bracelets of crystals and she does that for a reason because she has, like you say, there's a, there's a meaning, there's a purpose behind each crystal, each stone that resonates with her. And that is important for her to have that. But it gets back to believing in yourself and loving yourself, right? So if we can't love ourselves or we don't know how to love ourselves, or we don't believe, like you say, that we're worthy or that we're deserving, I guess, of abundance and and all the wonderful things that life can give us, wearing a crystal is not going to make things happen. It has to start first inside and finding that love that I deserve. You know, I am worthy of abundance. I am worthy of love. And it's almost like a mantra. It's something that you can say to yourself every day. 
into the point where the more you say it, the more you start to believe it. And the more that you put it out there, I can imagine it would be very emotional for some people, wouldn't it be? And I stand by that. If you pick up a bracelet and if you can either read the description or you set your own intention and every single day you close your eyes and get into that space of thinking, feeling that energy or that vibe or that intention that you're setting for the next, let's say, three months, I guarantee there's results that will come back into your life. There are changes that come back to your life. I want to go back to what you had said about how do you make it accessible to people about wanting to learn more about crystals without, you know, being more spiritual in a sense. And there's nothing wrong with being spiritual, but some people like my husband, for instance, with crystals, he's like, he doesn't believe because, you know, I don't know whether he's just a guy or he's just very pragmatic, but crystals mean nothing to him. But I like the way that you explain it. So like rose quartz is this, or citrine is this, or white quartz is this, or smoky, or whatever. And it's very clear what the meaning, what the property is. And so if you're saying to someone, if you're looking for increased energy, you want increased love in your life, you want whatever it is, here's the stone. It's almost like find what you need. What do you need in that moment? And this stone will help you as you manifest to getting that in your life. So if you want more energy, this is what can help you. If you want more love, if you want more joy, whatever whatever it is that you're looking for, it, it's almost like a conduit in a sense, right? Because you're manifesting, believing in the stone and putting it out to the universe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Again, it's a, it's a modality. It's a tool. Some will resonate. Some will not resonate. And that's okay. I sometimes to to keep, <laughs> and this is a challenge when you explain it to someone, you know, it's like the whole, like, oh, it's a uh, medical physical. It's like the woo woo stuff. And it's, you, you can, <laughs> but again, like you can believe in Christ. That's one thing too, right? Mm-hmm. Creator, God, whatever it may be, universe, you can do crystals, you can do tarot, you can do what whatever it may be. It just helping you set that intention, helping you to believe there is something there for you that can help you in tandem attract what you want in life. And don't write it off. Like, (laughs) that's the thing. Don't write it off. If you've never tried it, fully, fully immerse yourself and be 100% committed. Do not say something doesn't work. (laughs) I get that a lot. What is the formula? Like I, no one has really asked the question, okay, well, how do I do this? Because this certainly has helped me change my life, transform my life in the last four years since I am love. Life prior to I am love was completely, completely different. Have you ever thought I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. But you believed in yourself. You knew there's no certainty in life. There's nothing that is certain. I mean, COVID has taught us that, that we have to look in the here and now and we have to believe things can be better for us. But again, it's getting back to that belief that yes, 
I am worthy, that this can happen and that I can get that abundance, that I can have all the wonderful things that I want. But it's doing the work, as you say, it's doing the work. It's writing down, it's it's putting down your thoughts, your plans on paper. It's doing the work every day. It's having those gratitude sessions, you know, the the meditation and that belief in yourself, because that is so powerful. Absolutely. That is so powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. Like life was so, it was really, really different. I didn't believe in myself. I'm like, okay, well, I'm good with um, Monday to Friday and I get vacation. I'm, I'm going to be very, very grateful for that. But it didn't honor myself. I, I didn't honor myself. Mm-hmm. It was not fun. And again, it comes back to the commitment of us. Do not say that you can't do it, right? Do not say it's not achievable because you haven't put in the work. You have to be 100% committed and really try something out. And if it doesn't, then that's another conversation. And it's changing your mindset too. It's, it's as you say, going from the negative to the positive. And I think about back in 2020 when we met for coffee at Harrison's and I was talking about wanting to podcast and I, it was just like a germ of an idea because of course nothing happened until 2021. But the fact that I was talking about it and when the opportunity presented itself, I I said, you know what, I need to do this. I need to believe that I can do this. And now look at where we are. Isn't it amazing? (laughs) And like, I mean, if you want to quit anything, we have to quit making excuses about when is the right time and I can't do this right now or any of that stuff. And I, I love it. That's, that's why I'm like, oh, wow, Jenny's going to come up with a podcast. And she just did this whole Christmas coffee. Or I forget what the, the, their name. Um, Advent calendar. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing. When I saw that, I'm like, wow, she's really pursuing something that she loves and she's really manifesting all these things into like, the physical into now. And that was like a great example of, it's not about working more, right? M- working more to like get more. It was really creating value for those Christmas shoppers too, that those coffee lovers for those that many <laughs> businesses and then showcasing them. And then you doing all the selling, like brilliant, such a great idea. So much value there, helping so many different organizations. And I think it's just a great product. Great product. Thank you. And I look at what others are doing too, and, and it's following your passion. And I I don't know where I get these ideas because every so and well, yes, I do actually. It's probably the universe saying, hey, why don't you do this? You know, And sometimes these ideas will pop in my head out of nowhere. And it's funny because I uh, there's a book, it's called The Big Magic. Oh, yeah. And I know a yeah. Right. And she talks about the idea that there are thoughts and ideas floating in the air because energy is around us. And if that thought or idea comes to you and you choose to do something with it, then it's meant for you. But if you don't, then it goes off to somebody else. And I, I had a girlfriend who strongly disagreed with me. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. But I disagree with her because I truly believe that that is true. Because if an idea comes to my head and says, like, I don't think I'm going to do anything with it. And if I didn't do the coffee podcast, guess what would happen? Somebody else would have done it. Yeah. And because I didn't even hesitate, yes, I'm doing this. And I committed to doing it every week because I'm putting in the work because I believe that this is what I'm meant to do. I love that. I love, see, why wouldn't we want to live in a world where we think there's ideas out in the ether somewhere and all we need to do is pick something. 
and do it? Why are we restraining our, our minds and our creativity by saying, no, that doesn't work that way. You know, just, just sitting no. here and thinking about it. Wow. Like you're telling me there's opportunities all around me and I get to like pick and choose what I want to do. Like, obviously mm-hmm. it needs to align. That's so magical. That's so much fun. I want to live a life that's vibrant, that's magical, that has opportunities presented to me. Great. Let's do this. Fun. And see, look, look, <laughs> we're both smiling. We're like excited. But once you're like, nope, Jenny, that doesn't work. You're like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, I mean, you know, it certainly wasn't easy to get it started. And there were some challenges that I had to overcome, but I put faith in the universe that it was going to work. And I didn't have the money for the initial startup. I, I could have used it as an excuse. It's like, you know what? I don't have the money right now. I'll do it later when I have the money. But I said, no, I'm going to find a way to get it done. And sure enough, an opportunity presented itself for me to, because uh, I was doing first aid at the time. And I decided that, you know what, I, I I can't do this anymore. It's just too much. And I was able to sell all my equipment and get the money that I needed for the podcast. And so the universe provided because I was committed to doing the work. Oh, wow. Well, that's why you you are a successful entrepreneur. And that is the ultimate role of an entrepreneur, right? To solve problems, right? Yes. I think 99% of our job is to tackle these problems because we're creative. And if you claim that you're an entrepreneur and you're dreading or not very happy about having to solve problems, then that's a problem. Because when you get into business, it's all about solving (laughs) problems. That's awesome. See, that's determination, that's strength, that's commitment and self-integral. You're committing to this and you will figure out a way regardless. Because it's so important to me. And when I think about what you've been able to do, I mean, when, like you said, things were different in 2018, but we decided that this is what I need to do. And I'm sure at the time you weren't sure what direction you were going to go in or what was going to happen. You just had this vision, this determination that I need to see this through. I don't know where it's going. Just like with me and my podcast, I have no idea where it's going, but I'm on this path. I'm on this path and I have to continue and go where it takes me. It's like a river, you know, it flows and it goes up and down and, and you just have to follow along with it. And now look what you're doing. I mean, you are doing so many wonderful things. Like you said, for the women in Manitoba, giving them hope, giving them purpose, giving them a job, helping them earn money. Like you said, that sense of dignity of of being able to do that for themselves and creating beautiful jewelry and that people can buy and love and then go through the whole cycle of being able to manifest their dreams, their visions, their future, in a sense, from your love of crystals and creating simple jewelry into what you are doing today, which I think is totally amazing, Amy. So yes, congratulations for your success. Thank you. Yeah, I can't even, I, I, no words. I don't believe in not being in control. That's a huge flaw in my life previously. Mm -hmm. And just now enjoying the ebb and flow in life and like how you put it, opportunities are out there. Which one do you want to choose to do today? 
I didn't know I was going to get nominated for things and get awards. I've never even gotten an award for like a track meet or like a volleyball team. And now you're giving me a plaque (laughs) or a medal. What is this? And I don't know how to process that yet. And to really fully honor those recognitions, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And yeah, it's been a roller coaster, but something that I really, really enjoy doing. And there's advocacy to this because the women that I work with, they have employment previously, workplace accommodations. Now we're getting into like HR policies, right? There's no reasonable accommodations for them. And so that's another education component that I'm trying to get into and advocacy that I'm trying to get into is that as mental health addictions is increasing, what are we doing to support individuals who are stressed out, anxious, depressed, and also its leadership style in the workplace? So yeah, there's so many different layers, like just jewelry supporting women is one but there's more motive and more intentions in the background. But thank you so much for supporting our work. Like, yeah, thank you. Yo, you're welcome. And and you're right, it's not just about the jewelry, although that's an important component because that is what started the whole, well, I shouldn't say it started because that was one piece of it. There was that desire that you had that you wanted to go down this path and you weren't sure where it was going to take you, but that's evolved over time. So it's, working on different things. And then that leads to another thing. And it's almost like, I don't want to say a domino effect because that's knocking down things, which is not what you're about. You're about building and growing and making a community, right? But it's almost like taking that big leap. You know, like I was talking about it, my episode that I recorded a little while ago about taking that big leap and going into that zone of genius, right? And when you are in that zone of genius, you are meant to be there. You are love in that sense, because it's almost like time stops still. And you're in that moment of creativity, of connection with yourself and creating something beautiful out of that connection and that belief. I believe that a piece of jewelry can be a catalyst for change. It conjures stories and memories of the women that we empower, right? It helps us become more connected to others and even ourselves. And we have this tagline where like friends and family will be blessed knowing that a gift from I am love honors and restores women and empowers them to be socially and economically independent. I love that. I want to read your mission statement, which I absolutely love. Your mission to love rise from poverty, and increase inclusion in society. We exist to spread the importance of supporting others. What affects one affects all of us. I am affirmation of healing, self-love, purpose, and abundance. Everyone is worthy of love, should be loved, and feel loved, regardless of their age, color, or gender, as you've mentioned. And project, the potential for limitless possible actions. That is so powerful, love, rising from poverty, and increase inclusion. Inclusion is so important, especially now with what's happening in the world. And the fact that you can include everyone and in building that community 
and making a difference in the world. Yes. And we have to learn. We have to learn. I think there's a lot of like breakdown right now and the like even the trust. We have to bring ourselves back together in a, in a community and support each other. And hopefully that's achievable. We're trying slowly, but it's definitely viable. And I encourage other organizations to really take a look at like their bottom line and how they can be like socially more engaged in, in, in community, whether it's donating money or whether it's like taking a look at employment standards and how to support those who are going through hardship at home or single parents. I'm a solo mom. It's hard. It's a challenge, right? So even like those kind of things, what does that look like? I know now workplaces are adopting the whole four-day work plan which is, yes, great, test it out. Some organizations are going to stay remotely. Great, maybe that will help with like the mental health and all of that stuff. So there are changes, we're doing stuff. So I'm hopeful, yes, very hopeful. And hope is a strong word. I mean, hope and love and faith and the belief that things will get better. And it's up to each and every one of us to take that step, to believe in ourselves. You know, that what you've done, what I've been able to do, it's not impossible. And when you think about I am possible, right? So instead of impossible, I am possible. And I think when we get into that negative talk, I think we really need to ask ourselves that honest question what, as to what story do we have in our mind that hinders us to move forward? What's playing back there that's saying, this is not possible, that okay, you can't have your own business or you can't ask for an increase in your raise. You're not worth, who, who's been telling you that you're not worthy of a raise? Why do we shy down from that? Why do we shy down from opportunities, taking opportunities and saying that we're not worth it? And that's another thing with the law of attraction. We're trying to give you things, opportunities, but you keep saying no to them and you're saying no to abundance. <laughs> I always tell my girlfriends that they say, yeah. Oh, you got me like a cookie or a coffee again. You shouldn't like, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, 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 no. If I'm giving you something, you need to take it with grace and say, thank you and appreciate it. Right. That's abundance. Someone wants to give you something because you created value in my life. And I'm reciprocating. <laughs> yes. I gave my sister-in-law a gift. Yeah. I stopped by her house and I gave a gift to her. And she said, oh, thank you. She said, but I don't have anything for you. And I said, well, that's not the purpose. <laughs> the purpose is I'm giving you a gift. I'm not expecting a gift in return. And so she said, thank you. But it, it's almost like, you know, oh, I didn't get you anything. Or no, you know what? Oh, you bought me a coffee or a cookie. It's like, take the co cookie. Well, take I'm the interested. Coffee. <laughs> I want to ask, like, why did you give her a gift? Why did you buy her a gift? Because I love my sister-in-law. Because she's family. Her daughter, my niece, um, lives in Toronto. So she doesn't get to see them very often. I mean, she does as much as she can. But I just felt that I wanted to give her that gift. There was something in me that said, no, I'm, I'm driving to her house and I'm giving her a gift. And I know she, she enjoyed it, but I think I enjoyed it more that I was able to give her that gift and, and show her that, that I love her. That's incredible. And I think that's like the power of love, the genuine love when you can donate or give and still have that response of like, you know, sometimes when we give, we're like, oh, well, I don't have the money to give more. Or I don't want to like that. But this is like genuinely, this is unconditional giving. 
And that is fantastic. And that's mm-hmm. why you do so well and you have this podcast yeah. and all the abundance that you have. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. It's unconditional love. It's not expecting anything. Anything that I'm doing, I put it out there. I tried. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And then it's like, okay, well, maybe I won't do that, but maybe I'll do something else. And it's constantly thinking about what can I do to make a difference? So it's not even about me because I mean, yes, I mean, it's, it's nice to make money, but that's not the purpose for me. Anyway, my opinion is that you're doing it for the money. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. You know, there has to be that commitment to making a difference. You know, when I talk about uh, showcasing coffee shops and coffee roasters, it's bringing awareness and, and promoting them, letting people know that, you know what, you're talking that we have an abundance of makers and creators in, in the province, but we have an abundance of coffee roasters and coffee shops, and there's more opening every day. And it's letting people know, don't settle. Right, nothing wrong with Tim Hortons or Starbucks. Even I mean, I love Starbucks, but look at all the local makers, roasters, coffee shops that we could be supporting and enjoying their the yes, fruits of their that's labor. Awesome, that's rich. That's being rich. That's the mindset that they teach everyone. That's true abundance when you can focus. Not don't focus on money and how much money you can make. Bring that focus to how do you solve other people's problem. How do you create value for them? And Jenny, that's what you're doing. How do I create value for these small coffee businesses, these local businesses that are super, super passionate about what they do? And maybe they need a little bit more exposure or connect with the right people. And you're the perfect fit for it. And you do such an incredible job. Even on social media, Jenny, I I must say, you're one of the few people that I know that does not just focus on sharing your stuff. You're really sharing other people's stuff majority of the time. (laughs) You know, I try because, (laughs) well, you know, it's again, community, right? It's community, it's connections, it's sharing, sharing the love, getting back to love again. It's sharing the love, you know? And again, that's the most important thing. You're doing a really great job. You have a really, really big heart. And now I can see how that's your formula of attracting abundance in your life. So sharing people's stuff on social media (laughs) and really thinking about others' best interests. Okay, got it. (laughs) That's success. There you go. And (laughs) success. Yay. And what you're able to do as well. I mean, you are probably one of the most unselfish people I know. You are just so generous, not just with what you're providing in terms of allowing women the opportunity to, not even allowing, that's a bad word, giving, giving women the opportunity that they can make a difference in their lives. But it's everything else that you're doing because I Am Love Project is a nonprofit. And so you are supporting the community. You are supporting people in the community. And through your efforts, through jewelry, through everything else that you're doing with your company, you are making a huge difference in the lives mm-hmm. of people and in the community. Oh, thank so you. congratulations. Thank you so much. But I want to say that we no longer nonprofit now. So a social enterprise. So we're kind of in oh, between. Okay. That's where I was like, well, I don't want to rely on being a nonprofit where we have to fundraise for ourselves because we were fundraising for other people. So that would be redundant. I'm like, well, what's in the middle where 
we can maybe raise our own money, self-sustain, do something. And that's where the concept of, okay, let's sell jewelry that would bring in some revenue Mm -hmm. to sustain and we can support more people. We can use this money to expand, to provide more employment opportunities. So actually getting into being in that wholesale space and getting our product into retailers is prime right now. We love the one-off sales from like a local community, but we really, really want to and need to go into more like mass producing, going into retailers so we can support more women. Like there's a lot. I I can't continuously buy, but not sell enough, you know? So yeah. No, I think that's uh, that's genius in, in the sense that the more you sell, the more you can provide work for women, that you can support all these initiatives. And I'm sure you have a lot of plans for the future, where you want to take the I Am La Project company, but as a social enterprise, you are putting into place the steps and the pieces that you need to get that done. And we will get there. We will get there. We're, we're scaling and we'll, we'll see what that looks like. Maybe there's a warehouse in the next year or two and quite exciting. <laughs> you might be able to create your own community in that warehouse where you can, you can attract all the other different makers and provide them a space where they can create. That's ultimately what I'm hoping for. I see that as the mm. I am love community. Mm. Okay. Yes. Two people manifesting <laughs> an idea is definitely a lot stronger than me doing it myself. So I'm going to take that. And it's going to happen. I can, oh. I can envision that already. I can, I can picture that beautiful warehouse and all the love inside creating oh, love, love for the that. world. Thank you, Jenny. You're welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and sharing your passion and your love, of course. I'm glad we had this uh, this conversation and you were able to share everything with, with my it's listeners. It's a pleasure to be here. I haven't done a podcast in a while. And thank you for sharing what you're doing. I, I haven't, I, I feel like we haven't chatted for a long time. So this is fantastic. And I'm encouraged for those coffee local business and I hope they keep expanding and they keep opening. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure they will. I think we need to go for coffee soon. Take me to the best spot. Okay. (laughs) Done. (laughs) So until next time, think about what you can do for your community. Think about those two words, I am. What can you add after I am that will make a difference for you? Believe in yourself. Love yourself. Share that love with the world and follow your dreams, follow your passions. Grab those ideas, those thoughts that are swirling around you and make magic happen. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast 
It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.